Hi everyone, my name is Vidya. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Fitbots. Welcome back to an exciting episode of Goal Getters. This is where we get to speak with global OKR practitioners and founders who spread the love of OKRs. Now, if you're on your favorite e-com site and have a spectacular picture of something you've been craving to buy, it's most likely powered by Dressma. Dressma is building the technologies to support the creation of hyper-interactive creative content for the metaverse. Right from their inception in 2019, they've handled over 5 million images and they're known for the quality consistency of imagery outputs and we have the privilege to have with us the person behind it all Nishka Sinha CMO and co-founder of Dressma Nishka a very very warm welcome to Goal Getters thank you thanks so much Vidya for having me it's truly a pleasure uh, Nishka and you know you're so akin to the world word goal getters because you have a very powerful vision to empower millions of businesses of all sizes so we're excited to hear more about that story on that note Nishka you know, tell us how it all started did you get this idea seeing a gap you know in the problems that you were trying to solve tell us more about your backstory It's been a very exciting journey. We started Resma about three years ago, and essentially had had experience in the past of working with a lot of online sellers and experiencing the problems that they face. Um, that's what really started, you know, our curiosity in helping them with the problems that they face. And one of the key hurdles that we we found a lot of these online sellers to be facing is that of the creation of high quality product imagery that is essential for them to succeed online today. This could be in the form of catalog images that they require. For For their listings on on large marketplaces like Amazon, it could also be lifestyle imagery that sort of drives engagement for them on their social media, like Instagram or Google ads that they might be running. And what excited us was with the conception of of the Do My Shoot solution that we've built out at Dresma is the ability for us to be able to generate professional quality outputs for them through an entirely mobile led workflow uh, that essentially uses a smart camera feature that we've developed and a AI powered post production. backend this is extremely disruptive uh, in the vertical and so we're very excited about what we're doing sounds wonderful anishka and you know i was just reading about the great work that you've done and the quantum of imagery that you've done is absolutely spectacular you know so kudos to you and your team on that thank you thank you so much anishka uh, you know being a founder is not easy so was that like a entrepreneurial bug which bit you a few years back and were you always thinking about starting your own company well absolutely i think this bug bit me when i was very young in life mm. i was born into a very different sort of background you know far removed from entrepreneurship but i think it was a bug that bit me when i was very young so from the age of 7 i've done you know little projects to you know now large startups like dressma so uh, it's been something that's excited me all along uh, from a very young age so that's absolutely wonderful So, uh, do you remember what you did in uh, age seven? Yeah, <laughs> yes, absolutely. I had the privilege of traveling a lot with my parents. We lived in different countries all over the world, and uh, I was an avid reader. So, I decided that to get myself some extra pocket money, I would sort of leverage on the books that uh, my parents would so kindly buy me, and started a, li- a paid library. So, it was a membership that people had to buy in- into my book collection, and they would be able to come into my home and uh, buy a membership, and then use. the books that i had collected so that was the first or my first entrepreneurial venture and actually managed to run that library for about 3 years and made a little bit of money but more excitingly made a lot of friends and we had an exciting book club that ran out of it but yeah that was our, my first project oh my 
my god that's so wonderful to hear and actually this business exists today i mean you know there are people who are running it but you ran it yeah and my business idea actually came about from my reading of enid blightons and how you know they would <laughs> all sit together in their little club and plan different activities so uh, the thought came from the books that i would read uh, but then it didn't end up becoming a little business of its own truly spectacular and you've just taken me back into enid blightons as well <laughs> yeah old favorites now i think i don't hear of too many young kids today reading them but uh, lovely books to grow up on I truly agree Nishka. You know in fact from there I'm just uh, you know fast forwarding to 2019 and then you started Resma and then you got into a category which had probably many opportunities and challenges. So what were some of the challenges or opportunities that you came across in your category which made Resma successful at the end of the day? Right. I think for us really it's been I think an opportunity as well as a challenge in a way that our value proposition to be able to explain that and create a self user journey out of it for our audience that's really been critical for our success you know we it's a mobile led solution and typically or traditionally the workflow that we are breaking is sort of very human intensive it's uh, it requires a lot of infrastructure you know you, you essentially work in uh, studios and work with photographers and a lot of large teams to create this sort of content making people understand the value proposition of what we were offering was fairly easy but to try to convey it as a self use journey became or is a constant challenge for us we essentially work with uh, sellers of all sizes you know large brands to very small solopreneurs with uh, you know uh, who themselves work across various verticals they could be selling you know products ranging from fashion to electronics to furniture and they sell across geographies um, and designing a self obvious user interface is you know for us a constant challenge and uh, something that we are trying are you know to stay on top of at all times so this is wonderful uh, nishka and thank you for sharing that you know what I really got from what you said is you know the value prop was so strong it doesn't take time to explain it to the end user and then getting them to actually use this awesome product you know that's the endeavor that you're towards and was there a market that you specifically focused on or, or was it global how did you make your first launch so initially the first year we were fairly focused on uh, the market in india and we worked largely with a lot of the enterprises we were lucky that we had saw quick adoption by a lot of them and that sort of gave the buy in for also you know small sellers to start using us because just the the quantum of content that we were generating was exciting for them to also see you know both in terms of the quality and in terms of the turnaround that we were able to offer at the price points that we were offering it at after that uh, within a year we sort of went uh, into the international markets which can be a lot more demanding in terms of their expectation uh, as far as imagery goes and uh, we've been lucky that we've been able to penetrate the US market which today is our largest market working with again lots of large enterprises as well as a lot of sellers on marketplaces like Amazon and on Walmart. So yeah, it's been an exciting growth for us over the last couple of years. Wonderful. Thanks Nishka and truly inspiring, you know, especially how you scale. And you know, in fact, you know that brings me to the next question at the backdrop of scale, you know, when it comes to scaling the business, comes scaling teams and people. You know, you thought about OKRs and today you're sponsoring OKRs as well for Resma. Uh, you thought about OKRs about, you know, a year or so ago. What was that big challenge that you were trying to solve before introducing OKRs? So, I think so you know, in we essentially grew from a team of about 14 people at the end of november 21 to a team of 50 people by january of 22 so when we raised our seed round funding we essentially that ramp up was so quick for us that uh, at that time i think the, our biggest challenge was really to define a framework that aligned uh, i think personal targets for every individual within the team as well as the overall organizational goals and also something that was important to us as a team and we are three co-founders 
founders. And for us, what was very important is that we have a founding team that had a collaborative process of formulating and setting targets. We didn't want this to be, you know, entirely self-driven by the three of us. And uh, at that time, it was very important for us to get, you know, buy-in from uh, new members on the team to, to set up, to do goal setting together and to motivate them to be aligned with overall organizational goals. And that's how we sort of started our journey with with OKRs, essentially, you know, the sudden burst of the team, uh, of the growth that we were seeing as a business. Yeah, I think that's what led to it. Lovely. You're right, Nishka. In fact, you know, with Kale, can't always be left to serendipity, as we say. Uh, so what you brought is really that structure, you know, along with scaling your teams, especially in terms of team size and probably even more so that there were many new members into your organization. I really like the point when you said that, you know, it's not about the three founders, but it's about how do you get everybody to contribute to this process. So tell us a little more about that. You know, what were the kind of conversations in your conference room when you got your team together and you were trying to craft the OKRs? So, you know, we've been very lucky that uh, initially when we decided to go forward with establishing the OKR, our, uh, framework. We had a lot of easy buy-in from the senior managers who were very recent hires of us. I think a couple of them had had experience and had had good experience in their previous organization. So they almost became like champions for us on, uh, you know, setting up this system. And the others were extremely sort of excited about developing a framework that sort of uh, helped in uh, sort of cross-functional teams working together. You know, that I think becomes one of the largest, I think a big challenge when you grow so suddenly where you've got, you know, lots of teams working in isolation, how do you sort of pull them in together towards a common direction? And I think that's the managers. In I remember our discussions with a lot of our team members initially, where we had the seniors sitting, you know, days and nights trying to plan out how we would roll this out to the entire organization. One of the things that excited them most was just the ability for us to work it so much easier, more easily in a cross-function environment. And I think initial buy-in came from them. And once, you know, they were able to sort of bite the bullet, so to speak, it was quite easy for them to further convince their own teams. You know, this is lovely that you touched upon it. In fact, you're right, you know, global OKR practitioners, whenever we speak to them, the first thing they call out is the cross-functional alignment, which is exactly what you call out as a sponsor. And just mm-hmm. getting those teams together to work and, you know, bite the bullet. I think I just love what you just shared. You know, Nishka, going back to that point, are there any favorite OKRs that you can remember, you know, from what you said, any metrics that moved the needle and created the impact, you know, once before and after you introduced OKRs? There's been so many, you know, over the last few months, it's been very exciting. I think I would say two that really stood out for us were, uh, you know, we initially when we started rolling out, we would see that the typical cycle time for uh, any new product feature for us as a team was about 12 weeks. And uh, that came down to four weeks over in the first quarter that we rolled this out. And uh, similarly, also with the turnaround that we have on images, you know, we promise our customers 24 hours, but we were looking to bring that down uh, rapidly. And I think within that same first quarter, we brought that down to under six hours. And I think both these changes essentially saw a dramatic increase in you know, user sign up on the app as well as uh, high retention. You know, we used to that we had a retention rate so very low at the beginning of uh, this year. We've seen a dramatic rise in retention and sign up. And I think these are both these metrics at, at this point, I think we're at four times better than what we were when we started out. So I think these two for me stand out particularly. There are lots others I'm sure that have seen impact as well, but these are getting me very excited at this 
this stage of the, of our journey it is extraordinary nishka thank you for sharing this and you're so right because i think the sign ups are probably sometimes you know the the lag indicator but what you yeah. truly called out are the lead indicators to your business and the lead indicators move the lag indicator starts moving because a customer gets so much of value so you know i'm so excited to hear this story of your metrics moving and i'm sure there are many many more who are listening in right now are making those notes to say that hey you know how can we make it happen so awesome work to you and your team thank you thank you so much vidya you know in fact uh, i'll now go back to the point that you mentioned around you know getting the teams together and as the okr sponsor you would have a lot of things running in your mind in the context of how do you really get the check-ins to you know in order or how do you coach teams so are there any best practices that you have as a leader and founder and an okr sponsor that you could share with our audience because there are many more aspiring okr sponsors out there who would love to listen in i think for us what really helped to set up the entire process effectively was uh, working very closely with the fitbot team to navigate through the journey so the initial adoption and training process really helped us to establish what should be some of the best practices for us so i personally i think myself and a lot of the other managers on our team really benefited from that training you know the check-ins that we were doing weekly again got us into that momentum getting cross functional teams or even departments to sort of follow through on what needed to be uh, you know filled in in terms of the reporting using the tool effectively you know simple things actually each of us following them i think there was motivation across the teams to do the same and because we'd all been trained on it and there was you know buy in at every level when i look back now it's so much i think what been in this system for 9 months is considered uh, short or long in the span of a startup like ours it's very long <laughs> you know i think in this span of time we feel it it's so ingrained in our culture that we can't see ourselves doing it anything differently at this stage uh, so even when we have new people joining in you know we've grown since we started since we adopted the okrs we've had people come in and fit into it so so easily because it's just a part of everybody's dna almost you know what what are the things that they need to do on a daily basis the check-ins they need to do on a weekly basis it just runs as a part of the whole system and i think that's partly because of the training that we got on the system which was you know new to a majority of us when we started out nishka thank you for uh, giving the opportunity to fitbots to be part of this journey and uh, you know we're happy that we could contribute in our way but i think what you just explained is something which many organizations take probably months and sometimes year to years to get there but i think you've really got it in terms of making it part of your daily routine and not another addition to to do's and that's where it becomes part of company culture so really a big big applause to you and the team absolutely i would say that's a very critical vidya you know where the team shouldn't feel bogged down about just having so uh, you know too much reporting to do so for us fundamentally as a culture it is the okrs forms the basis of everything that you know we do in terms of how people plan their day how they execute their tasks and so on and so forth and therefore there is that buying you know if it was parallelly multiple things happening i don't think that we would have been able to really sustain this the way we have been able to do so far you absolutely said it nishka thanks for sharing that one of the um, inspiring elements about this conversation is that you've been an entrepreneur for many years of your journey <laughs> and and you've set up such an amazing organization which is scaling growing and really built to last because you spoke about your retention rates which is a very very important indicator what's your advice to so many aspiring founders out there and even women founders out there or aspiring women entrepreneurs out there so do you have you know, your set of advice to them you know i always hate giving advice because i feel entrepreneurship is such an individual journey in some ways but one of the things i think that's common perhaps to all entrepreneurs men and women is that you really have to feel uh, passionate about the pain point that you're looking to solve for you know so if you found something that you're passionate about it can take you know evolve in 
take all kinds of shapes and sizes over the journey but your by your deep by personal buy-in into the problem is very very important that's what sustains you that's what gets you up every morning that's what keeps you up for 18 hours of the day and keeps you you know up with a smile and i love that because you know if you enjoy what you're doing and the passion when you're passionate about it you know people can actually see it through <laughs> so i i truly you know subscribe Absolutely. to that nishka it has been so wonderful learning from you and listening into your journey we're now heading towards a wrap with a rapid fire round so are you ready for this my first ever rapid fire <laughs> you know i i promise the questions are easy and uh, very personal to you <laughs> so nishka your favorite business book uh, i'm not reading these days i'm following podcasts so i'd say the 100 dollar mba show i follow omar zenom and listen to that every day lovely a favorite quote that inspires you and gets you up every morning i don't know if i have a quote but i would say the faces of my children that inspire me because both my girls are also budding entrepreneurs and do their own little projects and their faces and the motivation that i see them have really inspires me to get up every morning and do what i do love that absolutely love that <laughs> nishka when you're not working you would rather be with them i have a 16 year old and a 13 year old i love spending time with them and just pottering around the house Oh, lovely! A favorite holiday destination? So many. I love traveling, but I would say the jungles. We're a family that love to go into the jungles. So any of the jungles in India, I've done a lot of the. I grew up in Africa, so mm-hmm. done a lot of the African jungles. But these days, I'm discovering the Indian jungles and and love each of the ones that I've been to so far. Oh, lovely! Your advice to executives who are looking to introduce OKRs. Go for it. I would ah. say definitely go for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's great advice. Nishka, something that you love about running your own company. I actually honestly love that one is able to create opportunity for our customers and also for team members. I think that's something that's the most exciting thing for me to be a part of a successful journey of a customer for a team member who's seen growth within the organization. That's what really excites me. Awesome. Thank you Nishka and um, you know to all those who are listening in when passion and purpose come together it builds something world class and truly nishka and dressma are standing for something which is world class solving a real problem for the customer nishka congratulations and all the best for your journey ahead and we look forward to many many more such amazing conversations thank you thanks for that thanks for having me thank you